You're listening to Bro Down Podcast all fucking day. Oh, yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Bro Down Podcast. I'm Andy Smith. And I'm Tim Fulton, and this is Fight Recap for the UFC Fight Night, Woodley versus Gilbert Burns. We're going to be talking about that fight and Woodley's emo tears in a little bit. But first, we're going to be starting with the earlier matches. First up on our list, Mackenzie Dern versus Hannah Seifer. Seifer? Seifer? Did you say emo tears? Yeah, let's get to that part a little later. <laughs> okay. So, we have the return of Mackenzie Dern. Uh, Cyphers came out. Uh, she was doing really good. Yeah. Saved off the takedown and uh, you know, was was hitting her. She was she was doing really good, a little pit bull. But Mackenzie got the takedown, got the uh the knee bar, so that was all once she wrote. What well, yeah, once it went to the ga- ground, it was a game over. Yeah. Uh crazy thing is the main reason I wanted to talk to you about this is that the uh did you know the whole thing with Mackenzie Darren with her accent? No. Okay, so there's like if you look up on YouTube, there's a bunch of videos on the, like the evolution of Mackenzie Dern's accent. So she grew up in America. She's her father's Brazilian. He's like a <clears throat> very well respected Brazilian jiu-jitsu practitioner. She's a world champion uh, uh, jiu-jitsu player. So in late 2000, like 2010, totally normal American accent. Okay, totally normal because she grew up in Arizona, I think. And then some, like every year, there's footage of her because she's pretty popular, all American accent, no Brazilian. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, <laughs> she just starts. She just adopted this Brazilian accent. That's a, did she like move to Brazil? No, like oh. that's the thing. She she went from being like, yeah, you know, we you know we roll all the time and blah 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 this that and the other thing to like, Do you know, she says, sometimes if we roll. And, and like people ask her about it, and she's like, "Oh, I just think it's flattering." What? And you're like, "Wait, what?" No, that's kind of racist. You're like, "Well, she is Brazilian." I, I, okay. But the thing is, is uh, you know, like she can doesn't you, address it. Can you do that? Can you just like make yourself have a different voice? I guess you just change your accent. I don't. It's so awkward, dude. I was wondering if she was going to stick with it after the fight, and she did. She still has the accent, so. Hello, mate. I'm good with the tone. Let's do this on the Barbie. Hello, governor. <laughs> Hello, governor. Yeah. I, I can't do that. Okay. So <laughs> up that's next. Fucking, that's fucking weird, dude. Yeah. Up next, we had uh, Roosevelt Roberts versus Brock Weaver. Uh, this this fight, was, it was a good fight. It's funny. I watched the entire thing, and I was pretty like staring at my TV the entire time. I don't remember this fight at all. Uh. <laughs> Roosevelt Roberts, tall, uh, skinny, really quick black dude. Uh, Brock Weaver is the guy who came out with the with the headdress on. He looked like he could be like maybe Native American. I'm assuming that might be why he wears a headdress. He's like the real scrappy looking dude, but Roosevelt Roberts pretty much pieced him up. Maybe I fell asleep. I don't think I did, but <laughs> I. All right, talk about it. Was it just, I was very impressed with with how composed Roosevelt Roberts was. Um, especially since, you know, he's a young, young talent, um, just looks super, super composed, super relaxed in there, um, skills to go with it. And he was fighting a guy, uh, Brock Weaver, who's like a savage dude. Apparently the guy used to like lie about his age to get into like fights in the middle of the woods and shit. Like that's fucked. Yeah. Like just a savage. So it was a really like 
that's somebody we should be looking out for is Roosevelt Roberts, like in the future. I'll keep that name in mind. So keep your eyes open, son. Um, Up next, we had uh, Billy Quarantillo versus Spike Carlisle. I just think of Little Giants when I hear Spike. (laughs) (laughs) So to me, this was the fight of the night. Yes, 100%. 100%. It was easily, it was so back and forth. It was like a pleasure to watch. It, It was exhausting. Yeah, <laughs> I've, I don't know if I've ever seen um, a fight. Ooh, I just hit something. Okay. I hope I didn't mess anything up. Nope. Okay. Uh, I've never seen a fight where guys kept that pace basically the entire fight. Like they kept talking about how Spike is a first round fighter. He dumps it all out in the first round, but he pretty much did that every round. Yeah, up until like late in the third, he he kept he kept it going, and like they kept saying like Billy's gonna catch him in the second and third round. And I guess like towards the end, that was more or less true, but it wasn't. It was way more back and forth than anyone was saying. Yeah, I thought Spike had won. I thought he won. We had a little bit of a disagreement on that. I agree that Spike definitely won the first round. Billy obviously won the or the third round. It's the second round that was the toss up. Exactly. But I, w- I wasn't dis- this was one of those fights that I wasn't disappointed at all. I agreed with the outcome, but if it went the other way, I wouldn't have been upset either. Yeah, but the excitement. Uh, Billy Quarantillo is a tough son of a bitch, man. He took a lot of punishment early in that fight and from a marauder like Spike. Uh, but both these guys are, are really good. I'm interested to see Spike fight again with that kind of a style. That yeah, don't give yeah. a shit. I'm just gonna just go after you in the first round. Um, so yeah, that's definitely fight of the night for me. Um hundred yeah. percent. Billy wears pain well too. Like he mm. does he he didn't look battered or bruised after the fight. I mean a little bit. It, he did fight in UFC or fight, but like yes. he he didn't look like it. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, he's he looked- got that he, he has that like Dan Henderson skin where he could get hit with a with a crowbar and it looks like nothing happened. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That um, was one of the that was one of the more impressive things to me. He like did the interview afterwards, and it looked like he just like had a light jog at the gym. Yeah, well, what was crazy with Spike was that Billy kept putting him in like very awful positions where like he would have a full body lock, and it would be tight, and Spike would just literally spin out of it out of sheer strength and athleticism, which yeah. is very hard to do if you've ever been inside a body lock. You try to turn. One way or the other, especially like if you're a bigger guy or the guy's got big legs and it's like tight, it, it feels like you're being hugged by a bear. Um, and he just like would just explode out of these positions over and over and over again, even when he was tired. That's very impressive. So, yeah, if he can if he can kind of hone in on sharpening some of those skills of his and maybe calm it down a little bit, he's going to be a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. He might be a motherfucker. You don't know. Yeah, yeah no, I, I see. I see your point, though. He he could go places, dude. Yeah. So, um, up next we have not the most exciting fight on the card, but uh, Blagoy Ivanov versus Augusto Sakai or Sakai. Uh, this one, I I wanted to talk to you about what happened. I believe in the third round, it was pretty much even going in. It was. One for one, I believe, going into the third round. Yeah. And Ivanov took Sakai down, but when he took him down, Sakai grabbed the fence like blatantly. 
and it totally changed the position in which he took him down or almost took him down. Um, and they didn't take a point away. And that is kind of, I, th- I believe that, way. well, I think that's when, I don't, I don't know how the rules are written, but I'm pretty sure if you grab the fence multiple times, the referee at his discretion to take a point away, but I believe he's supposed to take a point away is if your fence grab decide like is the deciding factor of of a position change or i forget how it's worded but like if you go to take somebody down and they just grab the fence with both hands and they're in the air and they would have gone down other than grabbing the fence i believe you're supposed to take a point away oh i see what you're saying because you're changing the outcome like very clearly you're changing the outcome of the position in the fight which we all know one takedown could lead to the end of the fight or the winning of the round and in this case, it probably did. Yes, it did. So yeah. um, even the announcers were like, it should have been a point deduction. This should have been a draw. But it wasn't. So I just uh, I just thought it, it was interesting thing that happened in the fight because it was a very blatant fence grab. And you can see when he picks him up, he would have gone towards the center of the of the cage. And it yeah. to- like he pendulums himself towards the cage. By holding on to the fence, so see, that's you can. So, you that's so annoying when you see something like that happens, and you know what's supposed to be going on, but it doesn't. Like, yeah, there, there's the technicality of it is wrong. That pisses me off to no end. Did you hear that the that the ring was smaller too? No. Yeah, the ring. I think the ring is normally like thirty square feet or something like that. But it was like twenty five square feet. Hmm. No, noticeably smaller, like not not huge, not super substantial, but they already don't have a lot of room to work with in there, and you always end up against the cage as is. So yeah. when you take away any of that, you're going to end up against the cage so much more. I mean, it didn't make a difference here. He was. I mean, some guys might be loving that, and some guys, I'm sure, are hating that with the less room in there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, I just thought that was that was an interesting part of that fight. Uh, so up next, the main event, Tyron Woodley, the, the champ returning, or the former champ returning against Gilbert Burns. I already disagree with you. The former champ did not return. <laughs> no. He did um, not. So, <laughs> no. Yeah, so it's it's crazy, right? Because we were talking about this last week. We said it was either going to be Tyron Woodley's epic uh, come or comeback, or yeah. it was going to be Gilbert Burns' coming out party. Yeah, and it was definitely Gilbert Burns coming out party. Now, I don't think that Tyron Woodley basically performed shitty. I think it's more so that Gilbert Burns is that good. I think it's a mix of A and B. Yeah, because Woodley's you, been off for a while. Yeah, so I read online someone saying he just lost 10 rounds in a row. And if you looked at him in between the first and second round, he, I mean, like, I'm putting words in the mouth of someone who wasn't even talking, but he did not look like he wanted to be there. He looked like he was done. Like, he, yeah, he, it, it was just different than what you see for most fighters. Like he was trying to talk himself up, but it just, it just wasn't there, dude. But yeah. I don't want to take away from Burns either. He had a fucking stellar performance. Absolutely yeah. amazing. Yeah. I think, um, I think Woodley kind of got caught in the quicksand. Like he, he does have kind of like a vacant, look on his face during fights a lot of the mm-hmm. times like it looks like he's waiting in line at walmart to get a spare key made 
Um, <laughs> but I agree. He didn't have the urgency that he needed. And I think what happened was that first round when he got dropped um, made him very hesitant to do anything. Yeah, yeah, that makes because a lot of sense. he was already compromised, and when you're dealing with a guy as good as Gilbert Burns, especially on the ground, you know you can't really take chances. So he it was almost like an overload. Like I I don't feel comfortable in the feet that much now, and I don't want to go to the ground with this guy. I think he was just having a hard time pulling the trigger, and yeah. he was just looking for that one big shot to end the night. But Gilbert's, you know, he was, he was too good to get caught for that. He was too good. He was too good. He he definitely elevated his stock with this fight for sure. And I think if Woodley wants to not have a, like a long road back to the title, I think he needs his next fight has to be a spectacular win. If he decides to continue to fight. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I agree with everything you just said. If he decides to continue to fight, honestly, maybe you're right. Maybe he just has like that vacant stare thing going on, but he does. He doesn't look like he was happy. Yeah. I, I mean, you wouldn't be with someone pounding your face in, but it no, is what it is. it had a nasty cut over his eye, too. That happened quick. Yeah, that was bad. So fucking quick. I felt bad for him, too. It didn't really like, bleed that much, though. No, it didn't. It didn't. It did at the beginning, but the cut... <laughs> I've read online. Someone was like, performance of the last fight of the night. Number one, Gilbert Burns. Number two, Tyron Woodley's cut guy. <laughs> yeah, because that thing looked like, uh, like, like a stab wound or something. Yeah. Like, it was filleted and, like the fat and everything was like pouring out of the cut. Yeah, it was gross. Yeah, it's pretty nasty. But uh pretty nasty. Yeah, Gilbert Burns definitely going to be in the mix now. 100%. Oh, yeah. 100%. Definitely a top five, definitely a top 5 guy. Yeah, he just took out two guys uh who nobody really ever wants to fight. So and Woodley's a former champion. So, yeah, he, he we're going to see him going up either either for a title eliminator uh at one point soon or or, you know, depending on what happens, a title shot. So, so yeah. It's fun to talk about more more names and not just the same three people over and over again. So, I welcome it. Yeah. Bring it on, Burns. Yeah. And, Bur- yeah, he's uh, he's a dangerous guy, man. Dangerous Currently, guy. Fuck. So, uh, yeah, why don't, you, uh, why don't you talk us out unless you got anything else to add today, bud? I don't. Why don't you guys let us know what you thought about the fights in the comments down below? What do you think about Tyron Woodley? Is he going to keep going, or is this kind of his last bout? Uh, Don't forget to like and subscribe. Last but not least, don't forget to go to BroDownPro.com. We have a whole bunch of cool BroDown shit where you can bro out with all your other bros and do other bro things, bro. Easy, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Easy, bro. I think that about sums it up. We'll catch you guys next time. Later, guys. You're listening to Bro Down Podcast all.